Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trend. The nominees are... Oh. My name or is... Or aren't. Jack. Or aren't. Uh-oh. Miles. We're talking about snubs and flubs, as well as the noms. This is... <laughs> Dear Daily Zeitgeist! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Working on my snubs shit. I'm and trying nubs. to get a job with e. flubs. Oh man, your teeth aren't white enough. You need you need more of a bad tan and bright hyper white teeth. Yeah, my teeth whitening budget would be make it actually you about some, uh, you, a loss leader. <laughs> yeah, what about some highlights, Jack? You think about some highlights in your hand? on my teeth? Uh, None. My, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> just every other tooth. Just is frosted super white. tips. Just do some frosted <laughs> tips on your canines. Oh, oh man, good. I, I never did highlights or frosted tips or anything. Um. Wow, but I feel of... like now might be the time, don't you? <laughs> Just Guy Fieri, Fieri stuff. <laughs> Go Fieri on their ass. Hell yeah, why not? Hell yeah, brother. Um, Hell yeah, brother. Here we are. Well, I am Jack. Mm-hmm. That is Mr. Miles Gray. Yeah, the man with the frosted Miles. tips. Yeah, the man with the frosted. Tips I had him in '99 on his soul. Uh, did you really? I had like a, uh, the the barber I went to was like this like Japanese dude who's like older who didn't know what frosted tips were. So he gave me like a really wild, like a terrible, it just looked bad. It wasn't, it wasn't what like the white kids had. I looked like yeah. I had a bad perm or some shit and like yeah. the shit got discolored or something. But anyway, it was cool for a minute. The, the perm is, uh, is big in first grade right now for the, for the boys. Um, what do you mean? The f- they're not first getting perms. Boys. Yeah, they're getting perms. No, they're, they're getting the not- wave. They're getting the little Korean perm wave thing. Yeah. What? Yeah, man. No. Yeah. Children's are getting the K wave perm. Yeah. Looks good. Wow. So, hey, but we're not here to talk about children's haircuts. Uh, (laughs) We're here to talk about people with frosted tips named Ken. Yeah. Uh, Because that is who got nominated. Um, A number of surprises. I uh, was a little surprised 
the Leonardo DiCaprio's teeth acting, teeth Old acting Gompers? and acting. Old Gompers didn't get nominated for best uh, actor or even look, best perma frown. Yeah, because of the Flower Moon. I mean, look, buddy, they 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 didn't make good for was it Revenant? Yeah, right? they were like, all right, so you got your. They're like, pal. get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, we're done with you. I think it's yeah. kind of the energy with DiCaprio right now. It's like, don't worry about it, man. Like, there's nothing you can do that'll get you up here again. Why Sorry. are you still here? We yeah. gave you your thing, dude. Like, what? Also, why do you still have those prosthetic teeth in? Oh, uh, those aren't prosthetics. Uh, <laughs> see, sure. see, every other time I put prosthetics in. Oh. <laughs> These are my I got real my teeth gompies. Highlighted for all gompies. the other films. Yeah, these are my gompies. Um, yeah, so no gompers uh, to be nominated. Although they did uh, give prosthetics uh, acting nomination for Bradley Cooper and Maestro. He was nominated for okay. best actor, which but not director. I, but not director. They Sorry. do not. the The director category is interesting. I was pretty surprised. I'm with, yep. a, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. The Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for Best Director for Barbie. Yeah. Um, you know, there were a record three films directed by women that were nominated in Best Picture, uh, but only one of them was nominated for Best Director. That's uh, interestingly. I hate, like, for whatever reason, I just like, I'd always, like, I'm like, why doesn't the best director also why aren't they immediately tied to best picture you know what i mean i yeah. always talk about like the the weird when spielberg won for best director but then uh shakespeare in love won best picture in like 98 and i was just like what what oh that was How's just that? a fantastically produced movie yeah. i forget who oh. produced that but uh genius is who by I... Max. <laughs> oh that's right was it yo yeah yeah, yeah. no I that, think it was that was yeah. the movie that like you know every, everyone was like oh you this is all just about like a well-run campaign and yeah, miramax exactly. and harvey weinstein just like politicized that one somehow i, I forget yeah. exactly how they did that um let's see uh also so the other uh film directed by a woman besides barbie was Past Lives, which was one of our favorite movies or one of my favorite movies of the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was nominated for Best Pitch, not Best Direct, though. Oh, just this it's it's too much. It's too much. I think this is just such a weird thing. This like, especially with Barbie and the sort of like the weird wonky nominations there. Like it's I, I Wonka honestly... actually didn't get nominated, Miles. I'm not sure uh, if okay. that's um, all right. Yeah. They didn't? So, I know. I, okay, and then I, I lost four. Then it. I lost four thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Fucking upside down on this. Oh wonky. man, I don't know why I take these wild prop bets. They just don't make <laughs> sense. I I don't know why I had a I had a feeling about Wonka. But... I'm upside down on this Wonka yeah. shutout. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Best picture. Uh, the nominees are American Fiction. Anatomy of a Fall, which I saw, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Barbie, The Holdovers, mm. uh, which has picked up a lot of uh, moment in the past. Yeah. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and of course, The Zone of Interest. Oh. Which I have not seen yet, but that, that is on my list. Uh, yeah. that I walk around with in, in my hand. 
<laughs> watch these goddamn movies. Um, um, yeah, what else? May December didn't get much, did it? May Guys, December didn't get much. Um, just it original just got best original yeah. screenplay, which I thought it was based on a true story. Uh, I mean, it was definitely inspired by true events. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, no acting awards, despite the fact that it very easily could have. I was, um, uh, I was just like listening to uh, the like an interview with the writer and how like everyone was like, ah, I don't know about this script, and basically like just took a dump on it. <laughs> now it's at least like Academy Award nominated fucking script. Now I can see how people would have looked at the idea for that script and been like, "Wait, it's about what?" Yeah, like that. It feels like a you're like, like this isn't an idea. Movie. This is a lifetime movie, but right. it's about the making of a lifetime movie. Yeah, which, and it yeah. was I saw it. I was actually aside from uh, Julianne Moore's inconsistent lisping. Um, I felt that, yeah, there was, I thought her performance was incredible. Oh, I thought it was great, but at times it was just a little distracting when like she would suddenly have like a lisp and then not on other, like she would really like remember it suddenly. I'm like, you don't have to do all that. (laughs) Right. You're a great actress, Julianne Moore. We love your crying face. We love your crying face. Um, but yeah, had it just yeah. I but thought maybe that I, was the character. Maybe the character was putting it on. Ooh, uh, makes you think. Moment, makes you moment. Think. And um, Charles Melton was also very good. Like he very very much like play had this energy of like this stunted adult who was in a relationship with a young man. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Who probably shouldn't have been in a full blown fucking relationship with someone that was their teacher. Yes. Um. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know, man. Shout out to Lily Gladstone, though. First Native American Lily Gladstone. to be nominated for Best Actress. So, and yeah. people, uh, a heavy favorite in the category. So we'll see. What One person on Twitter really wanted Bo's Afraid to be nominated for visual effects because of its giant penis monster. Okay, uh, spoiler I, alert. Yeah, I got to see it for the first time because of this outrage. Um, and I'll just say uh, that's not what my penis looked like. Uh, it's a, a weird looking penis. I, uh, I think it's normal looking. Okay. All right. Maybe so, it's like a very old elderly. It's a person. Rorschach test. You know, yeah, it's yeah. all about what you see when you look. Oh, into you see it. a penis there. Wow. wow. Interesting. I see huh. Krang from Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles. That's what I was looking at. was a little Krang. <laughs> from the live um, action Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people, I think the, the main big snub takeaway people are upset about is Greta Gerwig. I would agree with that. I think we, she has proved herself across multiple movies. She does not seem to miss. This was a hugely high level of difficulty and she absolutely nailed it. Like if you just like looked at, Oh, somebody's making a Barbie movie was like yeah, the take luck. heading into the year. And then right. like the degree to which that was a massive hit. And also just like critically, and artistically very successful. I feel like maybe like just taking the whole thing outside of the context. Again, if we did the Oscars five years later, yeah. or you know, you might be like, God, that was incredible that they were able to pull that off. But right, right now we're inside the, you know, it, because of a stupid, you know, the way the media operates, we're inside a narrative about the narrative yeah. and like about the horse race of the Oscar nomination. Uh, so fantastic not... observation from Brian, the editor 
Uh, he said, I like that there are two movies nominated featuring white guys doing horrible things with bombs on Native American reservations who then have to testify in court for the last 45 minutes of the film. <laughs> wow. It's like the new way to get a nomination. Just, dude, just doing fucked up stuff with bombs on an, on indigenous land and then like a court scene. And it's wow. a fucking, you got it. That's true. That's amazing. And only one of them acknowledges that it's bad. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about things less, much less important things here in Hollywood. This is all that matters. This is all, yeah. this is all anyone's talking about on the street. I, yeah. Um, now we'll be right back. We're going to talk about uh, Donald Trump. Zeitgang gang customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS. Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, 
a military-trained seduction spy, reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. And we talked on yesterday's episode about how Trump was getting Nancy Pelosi and Nikki Haley confused. Mm -hmm. Like, looking back on that quote, I'm not even sure which one he's trying to talk about. Like, he starts <laughs> in on Nikki Haley, presumably because she's his rival, but then he, like, switches mid-sentence to January 6th. It's just, yeah. like, it's less like he has he's calling someone by the wrong name and more like his brain is, like, melting and he's, like, merged them as two yeah. people in his brain. Like, it is, it is different from just accidentally being like, oh, shit, I meant the other person's name. And more, like, he thinks for a moment that they are the same person. Um, right. Yeah. It's, I, it was very interesting. Um, on Newsmax, they really were like, came to his defense for that flub. Um, and I just got to play this. Greg Kelly on fucking Newsmax explains like, he actually fucking meant it, dipshits, which is like <laughs> the fucking wildest way to defend that. But here's his explanation as to what's going on. All right, let's pretend for a moment. Now, I don't think this is the case that he made a genuine mistake here, that this was a gaffe. <laughs> let's pretend it wasn't sure, a gaffe. Right? Campaigning, having to defend himself in crazy trials all over exactly. the place. Exactly. Crazy let, trials. Let's look at the names for a second. Nancy okay, Pelosi let's look at the names. and Nikki Haley. All right, mm. they both start with N's. They okay. both end in vowels, both the okay. first name and the last name. Oh, the okay. names arguably are rather similar, okay? Nancy Pelosi. Nikki, Nikki Haley. Haley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go, go on, mean, Greg. Sure. But I think he actually meant to say Nikki Haley. He said it on purpose. And the fake wow. news fell for it. So he goes on. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, let me explain. So he goes on and he plays all these clips of people being like, what the fuck was that? Is this dude all right? Um, and he comes back and then he 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 really has to he really lays it out for you, like the whole Kaiser Soze of it all. Um, so you can see how the friggin' mainstream fucking fell for it hook, line, and sinker. because this is an audio medium, I do have to just describe to you guys that he has a look on his face like he is a five-year-old who is about to tell the punchline to the funniest joke they've ever yeah, heard. Like, 100%. he really is like, oh, 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 I got one here, folks. Oh. I got a heater, baby. And the reason was farts in his brain. Uh, okay, here's him coming back as to exactly why this was 4D Genius Chess. All right, but here's the deal. Uh, they all had to say later in their reports that it was Nancy Pelosi who was offered the 10,000 troops. It was Nancy Pelosi who was actually charged with security. So that, in a way affected the message that he wanted out there because when he says nancy pelosi was in charge of security nobody pays any attention uh, but mm -hmm. when he says nikki haley is and he said nikki haley three times i don't know what do you think it's kind of like when he said we're going to build a wall and mexico is going to pay for it okay. Wait, 
So I, no. I thought there would be more there. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's kind of like no. when they when he said that thing that he wasn't able to make happen. Uh, yeah, that was a terrible idea and a thing he apparently did try. I, I, again, hey, he fucking look what they got. He got all these fucking halfwits saying Nancy Pelosi now. But right. the thing I'm is, I'm sure that's did... exactly how it was handled by the mainstream media. They were like, uh, actually, it wasn't Nikki Haley. It was Nancy Pelosi who did the inside job that caused January 6th. I mean, oh, no, oh, you got me. I've been trumped again. Yeah. Uh, so then he like he but he's been sort of compounding on this idea of like, is he like, look, Joe Biden ain't a spring chicken either. But right. like the, cons- the now we're starting to see them like stack up. They're they're ca- they're happening with higher frequency frequency with Trump. Um, and on Monday he had this very interesting explanation of the Iron Dome missile defense system that is deployed in Israel. And yeah, this one's actually like I learned some things about how that yeah. uh, system works and just like technology in general that well, I didn't know before. It's very it's actually very intricate um high tech system and he just I, I i guess i do have to credit donald trump for being able to sort of break down these sort of complex uh technological systems in a way that every person can uh, understand so here's his uh description of how the iron dome works these are not muscle guys here they're muscle guys up here right muscle not on the right now the they walk to a seat ding 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 they've only got 17 seconds to figure this whole thing out right boom okay Missile launch, ping, boom. It's the most un- uh huh. So uh-huh. he's like playing Simon, like that game. Like he's playing, he's hitting the lights and like hitting just various buttons in front of him, like he's a DJ. Then shoot the mu- missile; it goes out in front of him. Bing. Bing. Does a little Nazi salute, and then boom, phew, boom. it explodes. Gone. Um, out of your life. Out of your life. Also, he's like, we got to build one on our border too, and it's like. Be from all the rocket attacks that we're <laughs> under, like w- even that part, like even examine the idea that he thinks there needs to be some kind of like rocket intercept system yeah. uh, on any border. Uh, but anyway, that's one of them. And then there was this other quote where he was just really like, while there was like this like weird eerie, he was doing that thing again where it's like weird QAnon music playing as he gives like a fucking bizarre monologue. Yeah. He was just lamenting the fact that. America has become an institute of de- death, death pe- penalty. Here, yeah. just uh, we'll we'll hear him. Wait, I'm just, sorry. What don't you understand? Well, let's. I guess <laughs> allow me to hear it again, Jack, and then maybe I'll I'll have a, a better thought on this. But let's let's just hear from him now. Which is incapable of solving even the smallest smallest problem, the simplest of problems. We can no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute. In a powerful death penalty, we will put this on. We have. I'm sorry. Huh? Wait. Uh, we're an institute. We are an institute. In a powerful death penalty, we. Okay. We will put this on. Yeah, and then he just said, "We will put this on," and then I don't. Yeah. I don't. We will put this on a T-shirt to sell mm-hmm. as <laughs> campaign merchandise. T-shirt. At one point, he also like is quoting Donald Trump. At one point, that's what President Donald yeah, Trump said it, says. Uh, yeah. He went third person on us out of yeah. nowhere. So again, it's like uh, we're, we're sort of like in this weird place where like, obviously we've just been very dismissive of it because it's sort of like, I don't need any more negatives against Donald Trump to convince sure. me that he's completely unfit for office. Yeah. But there is this like weird thing where the like mainstream media does like both parties don't want to go 
all in on i don't know if these octogenarians are the sharpest you know butter knives in the drawer here uh because it opens either party up to me like well what about your guy yeah yeah we both have the same problem <laughs> It's like, well, I might not be doing too hot upstairs. That you put it in the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's doing too hot upstairs right now. Or maybe it is too hot up there. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I don't know. I just like kind of trying to understand like where we're at with how we speak about this because this isn't this isn't ideal at all. Like to have a guy who can't even, he's like not making sense in a consistent way, aside from just saying like the same five sort of, you know, um, grievance politics sort of things that he has over and over, but going third person, he's got the QAnon monologue, just a lot. It's a lot. We're getting a lot right now. I do love that he, to, for him to respect someone, he has to, uh, just on, on the iron dome thing, he was like, they're not big muscle guys here, but they're big muscle guys in his brain, in the brain. Exactly. They don't have and Christmas hams here. They have Christmas hams up here. They might actually brain. look kind of weak, but then you'd be surprised when they blow you up. When they sit down bing, and go, bang. shoot, bing, ding, 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 boom, 17 <laughs> seconds of missiles, boom, boom. You see? Truly the mind of a five-year-old, like, uh, in a lot of ways. I'm surprised. I'm sure someone is going to actually break down how the Iron Dome thing works. And he's like, that first bing? is mm-hmm. actually this. The second bing is the operator deciding when to or what to deploy the ordinance against. And then that bing cord, like he actually explained it very perfectly. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, that is exactly how it works. They show a video and it's just a guy going down being like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an actual dude out there. So He's like, I love working now. on Iron Dome. Bing, 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 shoot, boom, missile, bing, bow. That's right. This is what our tax dollars go towards. All right. Well, we do have the New Hampshire primary tonight. Uh, you know, it's happening they, now. It's, yeah. We'll see what happens with Trump and Haley. So Biden's not on the ballot, which was kind of like there, there was a disagreement. We, we've talked before about how the DNC wanted to change the order of the primaries to because help, yeah, help to Trump help Biden. Up. Yeah, yeah, to help him because last, if you remember, last primary in 2020, New Hampshire, he didn't even get 10%. And it was right. like a whole thing. Everyone's like, uh oh, this is a fucking L. Right. And that's when he called, I forget, well, who was it? He remembers when he called a lady a lying dog faced pony soldier. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. that. I don't remember it. who it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was like that was... the dark night of the soul for the Biden campaign. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> and that was in New Hampshire. So yeah. because they have insisted now to make South Carolina the first, you know, like they're like, no, no, no. South Carolina is the first in our, our primary calendar. The DNC insisted on that. DNC, yeah. like New Hampshire was like, well, we're still holding it. And basically what happened is they're like, OK, well, we're ignoring you and we're not even going to file in the early voting contest. Which feels like a bad choice on there. Like, because yeah. it's just going to give the media the ability to create this narrative where like the Democrat, the Biden might be in trouble. Like, the, yeah, you think the media is going to be like, nah, he wasn't really on it. Like, yes, so no, what? you fucked up by not getting him on the ballot. Like, because that's... there's, there's definitely two schools of thought. There are people who are like, it's fine. If like, he doesn't win there, it doesn't mean anything. And other people are like, that's a bad look. Yeah. If it just you go in there a as narrative. the incumbent. Yeah. And then people are like, well, I guess Dean Phillips is our new bay. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm not I mean, even like upset about it in the sense of like, God, this sh- proves that like they don't have their shit together because I don't 
ultimately think it's going to matter. I'm annoyed no. that it's going to create an annoying narrative for the next week and a half that doesn't it's, ultimately yeah. narr- uh, matter, but we're going to have to hear about how Biden's in trouble. Look at like how poorly he did in New Hampshire, you know, like yeah. it's maybe, it's, I mean, maybe, maybe so many people. So like now they're being like, uh, could you actually write him in please, sir? Uh, we just don't we're... embarrass him. Don't embarrass us. Yeah. Please. You're president. Um, yeah. So, but he's, he's, he's not going to be on the ballot. We'll see how he performs, but it really feels like, you know, the mainstream media loves nothing more than a Dems in disarray narrative. And this is going to give them a good opportunity <laughs> yeah. because it is a real fuck up by the DNC. Yeah, it, it, right. If, yeah, if it, if it's anything less than like over 50, if it's less than 50% of the vote, they're going to, they're Which, probably, you'll start seeing some people be like, I don't know, but then, yeah. but also like, but let's not talk about Trump jazz at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Like Dems in disarray. Uh, Trump can identify whale on cognitive exam. Yeah. And it, this story might end up being about this robo Biden call that we'll, we'll get into a little bit more uh, at a future episode, but yeah. Um, yeah. We mentioned you know. it on the today's this morning's episode, but yeah, we're, we're already in the era of deep fake audio robo calls. Yeah. Arms disinformation. Race. They're going to like yep. create a captcha for phone calls now where it's like, they like give you a, like Blade Runner style <laughs> robot tests to right. like, which is a great idea. Like I'm excited about that. But anyways, uh, weird times. Very strange that Biden's not on the ballot for the New Hampshire primary. Feels like uh, a bad bluff by by the DNC that is going to get called. Unfortunately, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll I'm see. Just hoping my good friend Nikki Haley makes some noise in New Hampshire. For you, John, I will. <laughs> you know what's wild, though, too? Speaking of the DNC, because I told you my mom is the one who, like, has put my number down. Yeah. So I get yeah. all the DNC. The one they fucking sent recently, it was so fucking aggressive. It said, seriously? With a fucking question mark. We wow. hand-selected you for the 14th Amendment survey, but you didn't even respond. It's only eight questions. Oh, my God. Yo, really? The yeah, they use my mother's name and everything. I'm like, get your my mom's fucking name out your robo mouth, motherfucker. What is this shit? What kind of tactic is this? Seriously? Seriously? What's your fucking problem? Seriously, Miles' mom? We hand selected you. Like, oh, wow. fuck off. That's crazy, man. <sighs> anyway. Anyways, what a time to be alive. Well, we'll see uh, what, what happens in New Hampshire. Yeah. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. We'll be back. Uh, with a whole last episode of the show. Oof. Until then, be kind to each other. Be yes. kind to yourselves. Get yeah. the vaccine. Yeah. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. We'll go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time like Vanderpump Villa. 
the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.